Hey folks, welcome to this episode of the Everyday Millionaire Podcast and the Mindset Matters Edition, where I'm joined by my wife and Olympic mental performance coach, Stephanie Hanlon-Francie. Together, Stephanie and I engage in a conversation about different aspects of what we refer to as Mindset Matters. We believe that we're living in and through one of the most impactful global events in history. And let's face it, few have trained for or are equipped to deal with the life that is unfolding before them. The need to pivot in your business, your career, or perhaps deal with shifting family dynamics lies before many. We hope to inspire you to ask yourself questions or pause to consider how you view your world, your life. We'll invite you to check in on where you are on your journey, and are you still clear on your intended destination, or has it changed? Join us for this in our series of Mindset Matters. Listen in, enjoy. Hey folks, welcome to the Everyday Millionaire Podcast, Mindset Matters. As always, I am joined by the lovely, talented, uber smart, and very cool Stephanie Hanlon-Francie. Hey, Patrick. Okay, we've got a big conversation to have today. You know, when it comes to Mindset Matters, we're going to be talking about flow, focus. How do we get there? Is it intentional? Is it by accident? When we talk about flow, when we talk about being in the zone, discussion about whether being in the zone, being in flow is the same thing. But ultimately, we I want to talk about being in flow. And what does that even mean? Now, you work with athletes, you work with world-class athletes, and even not world-class athletes. But the question is, when you think about being in flow or being in the zone and working with world-class athletes... What does that mean? Because I want to bring it over to what does it mean in the world of being a, I don't know, being in flow as a business owner, a career person, as a mom, a dad, whatever that might be. So that's the conversation today. How do we get ourselves into flow? And let's have that conversation. And is it intentional or does it just happen to us? And that's the conversation and the question that I find that most people are in. And they think that being in flow is something that is not on purpose or something that happens to them, or it's lucky. And what I would like to present or propose right now is that it's not. It, it, it can actually be very, very intentional. Well, I think that's the key, right, is that it is, in fact, intentional. So we go back to mindset. So what do we set our mind to? And in this conversation, you know, because we're talking about next level, you know, it's one thing to we're not talking about, and hopefully our audience isn't thinking about how do I be mediocre? How do I best be the best mediocre person I can be? How do I accomplish? How do I be average? Yeah. How do I, you know, how do I live into the world of mediocrity? That's not what it's about. So, you know, we talk about what world-class, we hear the conversation about the best in the business or a top performer or being an all-star. And what is it that those individuals know that we don't know or the average don't know? What is it? Because I consider myself, to be honest with you, you know, when I look at what we've accomplished in our life, I believe that we are world class at what we do. I know that you definitely are. I kind of ride your coattails. But no, I, you know, we are, you know, when I look at the Real Estate Investment Network, for example, when I look at what we do with our shift coaching program, it is definitely world class. It is the best in the business. We are top performers. And how do we measure that? I mean, that's all to be discussed at a later date. But the point is this, is that what is it that... Somebody who is world-class, best in business, top performer, all-store, whatever language you want to use, how do they achieve that result? What is it that they know that 
mediocrity doesn't know? Mm, great question. I think, you know, there's all, always the drive to be average and to fit in. And I think that's sort of the default. And when you step out of that and reach into something more and knowing that the something more it does exist, and then it's how do you set up your environment for that? And how do you surround yourself with people who understand that and are like-minded and are not going to tolerate you being average or not tolerate you, you know, going into the past and using the things that you think you used to use to get better. But now we have, we know more. And when you know more and you learn more and, you know, you, you do better. So I think the biggest thing is understanding that where we start matters. Like tell the truth, be where you're at, and then say if it's something that you truly, truly want is to be better and to be world-class, then you have to stretch into something new, maybe something you've never done before. Okay. So there's a quote that I came across, uh, Mark Manson quote, which it says, it's a simple fact of life. If you want to do something incredible, something that makes you stand out above the rest, then you have to become comfortable being different. That means being misunderstood, criticized, or even hated. In other words, this is a conversation for another time in terms of comfort zone, but ultimately, and we're going to have that conversation, but the point is this, is that in order to be in flow, you actually have to be intentional about it, number one. Number two is that you have to stretch outside of your comfort zone. In other words, you have to be, uh, you have to have a habit, you have to have a, a you know, a, uh, what am I thinking? A routine. A routine, exactly. So you have to really be focused on getting a result called being in flow. Now, this is a conversation that you and I have had, and it's about the athletes, and you can't be in flow all the time. You only have moments of time where you're in flow. So I use my example. My morning routine is important to me, but it's also important because it what helps me get in flow to accomplish a result. So if I'm particularly if I'm writing, particularly if I got to do and present, for example, because we do lots of speaking, we do lots of presentations, we're constantly kind of in our world, in the public eye, we have to be prepared for that. In order to prepare for it, it takes a lot of work. We just don't show up and do that. It takes research in our case. It, took, it takes putting presentations together. It's looking at it and saying, how do we present this in an impactful way? It's no different than being on this podcast right now. I asked myself the question, what are the listeners? hearing how do we present this to a listener now the outcome for this particular podcast is to support our listeners in actually saying am i being how do i get into flow well that's an interesting thought process because not everybody thinks that way flow isn't an accident it's intentional so that means that to get into flow we have to think about what is the outcome that we're trying to achieve what are we working backwards from what is it that we need to do to get there so it's a moment in time and how do we prepare so what is the ritual we have? What is the habit we have? What is the, uh, the, the, what's, I was going to say, what is the flow that we have? You know, <laughs> well, but, you can't. What, what is the routine that exactly. we have that prepares us for it? So it's, it's intentional is what I'm trying to say here, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you can't force the river. So when you think about flow being, if you, if you use the analogy of water, and a river is that water's going to flow. Rivers are going to flow. And what are we doing to prepare ourselves moment by moment to make sure that when we are stepping into that river or wanting to go somewhere that we're in flow? Now, when you think of flow, you think it's going to be easy. And it's not always easy. Uh, hold on for a second. So I think flow is effortless. Effortless is different than easy. Okay, got it. Yeah. All I'm saying is that there's a 
sorry, a theory or a story out there that things should be easy. Well, if it's easy, then is it worth it? You know, did you have to stretch into something? So when I think of flow um, with the athletes that I work with is that they create environments for themselves where things have some routine. There's a little bit of ritual. There's some um, familiarity. There's some commitment. And then that all leads to the courage because as soon as the distractions hit <laughs> or the things that come out to, to pull them out of that, then do they have the discipline and the commitment to return to flow? And that's really one of the biggest things that I found that takes us out of flow. Okay, so that's about being focused. So there is the power of focus in terms of saying, what do I have to, like, we have to wipe off this distractions that we have in our world right now because there is no stickiness with distractions. They just show up. They're everywhere. It's the ease of communication. It's the text. It's the emails. It's the phone calls. It's the uh, distractions called, uh, I don't know. Social media. Social media and videos. And these are things that distract us. And so how do we set ourselves up that we have moments in time time of flow. Now, I look at some of my stuff is that I know that in my day, I'm going to get into meetings and, you know, lots of discussion, lots of different things, but I can create flow around that if I prepare myself through the day. So in other words, my morning routines are important to me. I've shared that many times. I get up early. I have to do what I have to do to look after myself mentally, spiritually, uh, physically, uh, whatever that might be. So I have to get into it now. And I look at my calendar and I say, you know, this is what I've got going on. So for me, in order to be in flow for the day, which is, you know, that rarely happens, by the way. I have moments in time where I'm in flow and other times that shit's happening and I'm I'm distracted and I'm pissed off or I've I'm it's like taking me on a down rabbit holes, whatever might be happening. But I have those moments in time and I try and intentionally create an outcome and create flow so that what I'm getting done is productive and it's not heavy and it actually that's the point. It flows. Where are we going with this conversation? Well, I think the interesting thing, you know, I'll, I'll tell a quick story about, you know, a few years ago when I was working with many, many different ice dance and, and single f- figure skaters, men, women. In one world championship, I had five or six different athletes in four disciplines. So that meant I'm one person. I'm dealing with coaches. I'm dealing with buses. I'm dealing with schedules. I'm dealing with a full-on 24-7 schedule. So... What I decided to do every morning was to set an intention and set a powerful intention for myself that I wasn't going to be distracted. I wasn't going to be pulled outside of flow because I knew that once one event ended, then the other event started, that I would be, I, there's a potential that I could be pulled in many directions and exhausted. So that wasn't okay. So what happened when I set the intention that I was committed to flow and committed to being the best that I could be for each of the athletes in each of the different disciplines. So for example, I would get on the elevator for, and I would go down from my room to the lobby and the door would open and there would be my next client. We would walk out, we'd go to the rink, we would do our work, I would be complete, I would leave, I would get in the elevator, the door would open and there would be my next client. And what I started to realize is that intentionally, if I was clear, if I was committed to the flow of the day and doing my best 
work for them, then the right person would show up at the right time. And that may sound a little esoteric, but it happened in the morning when I got up and did my meditation and committed to that's what I wanted, not just for my experience, but for theirs. So what's interesting about that is that you had set an intention. So in other words, great quote by Aristotle, that he said, all man's problems can be attributed to the fact that we are easily distracted. In this world of friction-free or resistance-free communication, it's a constant distraction unless we're really, really focused. So in other words, flow is something that we intentionally create. And if we want that flow throughout the day, to some degree, we have to plan for it. We actually have to create a structure, an environment to your point, but a structure, an environment, a routine that says, this gets me in the headspace or sets my date, and it's not, it's actually planning, not being reactive, being proactive to what my day is going to look like, how it's going to feel. Now, in order for us to do that, we have to be aware of those, I believe anyways, we have to believe or we have to be aware of our intellectual, our emotional, our mental, our spiritual, kind of if we're charged from the morning. Now, think about busy parents, you know, I've got to get kids ready for school, or I've got to get ready for work, and I've got toddlers that are getting ready. That adds a whole dynamic to it that is really tough to get into flow because you're not you're at the effect of kids that are like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, mom. I need to be fed now, or I need I forgot my books, or whatever the story is. That takes a huge amount of discipline to understand how you can create an environment and a structure that allows you to be clear and focused. So I I don't have any tips for that because, you know, people's routines are all different. But the point is this, is you need to create routine. Yes, exactly. So in that particular scenario, one of the things I've learned to do with my clients, with my athletes and myself, is that the day before... So that before I go to bed, I go, tomorrow, what do I want my life to feel like? What do I want my day to feel like? Working backwards from the outcome. So if it's a practical outcome, like, okay, I have to get this, this, and this done by 7 p.m. I work backwards. What do I have to have done at 6, at 4, at noon? So I work backwards. So when I'm setting my day up, I don't set it up like a normal person. I don't go, okay, this is, you know, 9 a.m. I have my workout and 12 a.m. I do this. I'm going for lunch at 1.30. I don't do that. I work backwards from from the last thing that I have on my calendar. And then, you know, it's funny. Somebody asked me once about, you know, what what's your life like? And I said, you know what? I set it up in a way that how I want my life to feel. I want it to feel impactful. I want it to feel purposeful. I want it to feel like there's flow. So how do I want my life to feel? And if I'm working backwards from an outcome day or an outcome or a week or a month or a year, that's what I love about RAIN is that we talk about, you know, a year in advance and what do we want our outcome to be? And, you know, then we do a completion exercise at the end of the season where we check in and make sure. So that's what I do day to day. But also with the athletes I work with is that when we go to a competition, for example, we know exactly what time the competition is. We know what time the bus is. We know what time we have to leave the hotel. So why would we look forward and just go, oh, let's see what happens. Why don't we work backwards from the outcome that we want and then set it up so that it feels flow? So when we look at what we're trying to achieve here, you know, at the end of the day, we're trying, I don't want to say at the end of the day, 
ultimately what anybody that I think is listening to this podcast isn't satisfied with mediocrity. So we don't want to live in the world of average. We want to actually live and consider the fact that we want to be whatever, however we define it, we want to be world-class. We want to be the best in the business. We want to be all-stars or top performers, whatever that might be. Now that takes focused effort. It takes an, a strong intention and flow is not by accident. You have to set it up. It's ritual. Now that means stretching outside of what you want to do. Now the, the conversation around stretching is an interesting one because it applies to many things in our lives. But when we stretch, it becomes uncomfortable because we might not be able to do it. So in other words, we stretch into what's next for us, even in the conversation around flow to be the best, to be the next level of who we are we have to stretch. Here's the fundamental problem with that, is that I, my observation of many, many people that we've either coached directly, indirectly, one-on-one, one-on-many, my observation of being in with the Real Estate Investment Network for 20 years, working with many who want to achieve results, is that they get in their own way because they're afraid to stretch and in their world fail or be judged or to be embarrassed or to go, well, I couldn't do it. You have to be willing to screw up. Yeah, or to fail. Or to fail. And in that moment, it's not a failure. It's not an epic failure. It's just like, oh, I was supposed to do that. It would be like your clients in, in the world of skating, in the world of being an NH hockey player, NHL hockey player, or to being a top performing business guy, whatever that might person might be, is that, oh, I tried that jump and I fell down. That was embarrassing. Well, no, actually, that's what it takes. You gotta fall down. Yeah, and there's feedback in that. There's feedback in that. So the point is, is that when we get into understanding flow. It means we're stretching outside of what we always do. There's no sticky in, in, in the distractions that get in our way of doing that. There's no all of the ego that goes in there that judges ourselves for not being the best at what we can do. So then we stay in the world of mediocrity. We use the distractions as an excuse and legitimate excuse. Oh, my gosh. I was too busy. I got this shit going on. I can't, Oh, everybody's phoning me. I'm so important. Whatever that might be. So I had 17 emails I had to reply to. Oh my gosh, the world is blowing up. You know, I think the biggest thing is understanding that, you know, back to the center. So when all of those things are going on, do you have a place to go back to? Back to the breath, back to the center, back to what's true for you. And that's really what with the athletes that I work with is that, you know, we're taking them to a level of being better than they've ever been. You know, do they want to be the best in the world? Absolutely. What does that take? It means that you can't be average. So if you're going to be the best in the world, you have to be able to do what other people are not willing to do. But you have to know what to do. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they have the best coaches in the world. And I think about Rain and and all the things that Rain has stretched into, my businesses, what we've had to stretch into to stay ahead of the curve. It's not easy. Sometimes it's exhausting. I have to tell you. You know, (laughs) I see how hard the athletes work and they're tired and they get injured and they just sometimes want to quit. You know, they want to give up, but because they're committed to something bigger than themselves, I'm committed to them being bigger and better than themselves in a healthy and holistic way. Then there's partnership. There's environment that is surrounded, that surrounds them, that wants them to win. Same thing with people we have in business is that you don't have to do this alone. 
when there is an opportunity for growth, flow doesn't always feel easy, but it does have an A plus B equals C context to it and a feel for it when you look backwards. There's an expectation, I think, too, that flow is something that, you know, your whole day is in flow and all you're looking for is moments of time or moments in time. Like I, if, you know, when I'm doing certain things, you know, if I get a 60 minute window or a 90 minute window where I'm really focused, I'm in flow, things are coming to me, I'm getting what I need handled. And it seems quite effortless, Uh, although it took effort to get there, it seems effortless in the doingness. So that routine, that setup, that preparing, it's in the preparation and, and that I give myself that space to do what I do without the distractions that will sometimes come at me. So it's a deliberate practice that is different than it's a deliberate practice as opposed to being a repetition of a shitty day. So in other words, Oh, wow. You need to stop there. Oh my gosh. Deliberate practice, like on purpose versus repetition, because, you know, there's a line that, you know, practice makes perfect. And that's not true. Practice makes permanent. But if you're not practicing to continually get better, there's no perfect in that. Practice makes permanent. So rep- what did you say? Repetitive, being repetitive is not always really, truly what creates flow. So yes, it, it has to be deliberate. It has to be conscious. We have to be intentional about it. So whether we look at being in flow, we have to look at what looks after us physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, vocationally, financially, whatever, all of that whole body of work that we look at trying to get results in that space. So answering the question of getting into flow in, is that people in general don't deliberately stretch themselves into a new way of being, a new way of doing, because they don't want to feel stupid. So in other words, if somebody says, well, I'm, you know. Or be rejected. Or be rejected. So I, you know, people, if I say I get up at 5 a.m., which I I often do, not every single morning, but I often am up at 5 a.m., as you know, I'm that person. And, you know, sleeping into me is 6 a.m. And I'm not making anybody else wrong for that at all. That's what supports me in my routine and doing what I want to do and having that space. But it's a very deliberate and it stretches me. Okay, sometimes I don't want to, but I have to stretch into it. And because it's how I get into flow, it's how I prepare myself for my day in what I want to do, for, especially in the mornings, right? That's a thing for me that kind of sets my day out. If I don't do that in the morning, my whole day is out of sync. It's, uh, you know, it's like I feel like I'm reactive. I get bitchy. I'm not like, leave me the fuck alone. Like it's, that's how it is for me. So we have to practice stretching, being willing to be judged because lots of people look at me and go, what the hell? 5am? Like, are you nuts? And, and, and I don't care. Like, I don't care. Well, it's not, you don't care. You you just can't care. Right. If you, if you, if you, if you cared, you would shift and that would not take care of you. That would take you out of flow. And when you're out of flow, there's something in the world of sport called the zone that actually can't can't show up for you I, it's not that i don't care i don't hear it it doesn't matter i'm not judging you that if you want to sleep until eight i don't it doesn't matter to me i want to be producing results for me yeah and delivering on what i need to deliver on with my team with my clients with the community and so 
And it serves me. That's what lights me up. That's what gets me going. That's what I want to do. So I have to look at how do I get into flow? That is part of my routine that is not necessarily always comfortable. But you know what? what's really cool about that, Patrick, is that you've identified that. And for me in the work that I do, I have, you know, 27 or 43 different athletes that all have different expectations of themselves. They all have goals and they have very, very high standards for themselves. And it's so exciting. And when I think about it and I see you and how hard you work and I see all the athletes I work with, and I even look at myself and what gets me into flow is that if we take the time and just sit with it and maybe take notes as to what does light me up. What does, if you like to sleep till 10, sleep till 10. If you're a 5 a.m. clubber, be a 5 a.m. clubber. Mm -hmm. Is that we just need to have that self-awareness as to what, and and start there and start there and then say, okay, what is it that I want to stretch into? What do I want to do? Do I want to be a tall poppy? Do I want to stand out? Do I want to be the best in the world at something? And then know that you can create and find the people and the environment that you need to make sure that that gets supported. So do you think that when we look at athletes and what's going on, so let me let me go back here. So we think about flow, we think about focus, we think about routine. How do we get so that, what's the point of being in flow? Like, what? why do we want that? Well, to know that it's even an option is awesome because really how life is hard sometimes, you know, being an athlete is hard. Being a successful business person is hard. If this was easy, if any of this was easy, more people would do it. Trust me. So this is about standing out. Now, when we think about your athletes, they're not in flow eight hours a day, 24, seven, whatever the story may be. I mean, what we've learned over many years is the top performers, I mean, world class, whether they be business people or athletes, they are mere mortals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like me. I'm happy. To, like, I get up at 5 a.m. most days and some days I don't. But, you know, that doesn't mean anything. And it doesn't. It, it's just what it, it just what. Yeah, it, you're not being judged in the world stage. <laughs> Neither I'm am not. I. So how do we, you know, so when you look at the athletes, what they're dealing with is all of the things that are happening in the world. And we've talked about this many times. What's happening in the world today has never happened before. There is so much divisiveness. There's so much polarity. There's so many things going that how do you perform at a world-class level on a, on a world stage and then be the best you can be when you've got not only the distractions of a flow of unrestricted communication or very of communication that's not sticky. It's just like, well, it's, think about it. Think of their the Instagram, the Facebook, people are judging them who don't even know them mm-hmm. and they're not even at the games yet. And there's just all this stuff that's coming down the pipe. So yeah, that's a great, great question. So in that regard, how do they do it? So in my world, I, what I believe is that many people, whether they're on a world stage or not, feel that way. Like it's just a sense of being judged. It's a sense of being in a world that how do you actually stay focused, stay and be a top performer in whatever it is that you're doing. And I don't, we we we, we talk about this all the time. It's not always about business. How do you be a, a top performing mom, a dad, a son, a husband, a wife? I mean, when we look at being a top performer, it's also about having a great quality of life and feeling great about what you've done. And have you put it all out there? Have you really put in an effort to having an amazing life? And that takes 
it actually takes intentionality. It just doesn't happen. You know, the best in the world doesn't happen by accident. No, and it's not that four and a half minutes at the Olympic Games where everybody sees and jumps to their feet and claps and thinks that that is the result of what? No effort. That's four years. That's 10, 12, 15 years of your life mm-hmm. to show up for four and a half minutes. So what is our, what is, what is my four and a half minutes? You know, what is yours? You know, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast still, you go ask yourself, you know, in those moments, you know, when you're, it's just you and you. Okay. So for giving anybody guidance, which was the intention of this. So if you're still listening to this, when we look at talk and talk about getting in flow, actually having and getting things, you know, done in a day or in a week or in a month, how do you get into flow and make it so that it's enjoyable and make it so that it, well, I don't want to say it's effortless, but it seems quite, it's enjoyable. Let's put it that way. Well, there's a difference between effortless and easy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what it takes is, number one, it takes a plan. What is your routine? What is your ritual? Whatever that might be. And this goes, you know, I call it a daily practice. What is your daily practice? And I look at, for me, uh, it's the physical, it's the mental, it's the emotional aspect of it. Like, I that's a part of who I am and what I need to get handled in order to prepare for my day. Some people aren't like that, and they're overachievers, and they do, like, really great shit. But that's They jump out of bed and da-da-da-da-da. You know, so I know that I have to be more intentional about it. And I've learned that from many who I've spoke with. And because of the podcast I have, because of the conversations I have with people, I know that the best in the world at what they do or top performers, it's very intentional of how they set their day up. They create environment, they create community, they create culture, they create routine, and they, they actually surround themselves so that they're more likely to succeed. They're more likely to have that outcome. They're more likely to have flow in their day, in their life. They're not being reactionary. They're actually quite proactive in creating a day that looks after them so they can be the best they can be. Did all that come together? Yep, absolutely. And I think what I'd love to be able to add to that is the word creation and reaction is the same, just with a bunch with diff- different letters. <laughs> I think it's creation and reaction. And I would rather create my day rather than react. And, you know, to add to what you're saying, Patrick, around routine and ritual, and I, I just honor that we all have our own. But if if we look to the people that have come before us that have been successful, all I know is that when I wake up in the morning after my meditation, I look forward and I go, at the end of the day, how do I want my day to feel? Was I grounded? Was it fun? Was I loving? Did I stretch myself? Did I put myself in situations where I was challenged? And ultimately, did I make a difference in someone else's life? So those are the things I ask myself when I wake up and I come out of my meditation and I work backwards and I project myself from when I'm going to bed. And that's sometimes why I don't come to bed right away. You know, when you're ready to go to bed, I don't come to bed because I haven't completed that process in my mind. And it's, have I done everything that I needed to do to have the day that I wanted to have to feel the way I wanted to feel? And I think if we just end it there, you know, we bring it to a close and we just ask the question, did you commit? Do you have a ritual? Do you have a way of being in flow? And what are you working backwards from? And Let's ask that question. It's sure. a new question for people. Yeah. I think there's a, you know, the fundamental here as well is that 
what we've learned and what we've come to believe, and I guess we can, we believe it because we've proven it to not only ourselves, but we've seen it, we've witnessed it, is that being in flow is not an, uh, it's not an an accident. accident. It's not an esoteric thought process. It is actually intentional. And when we bring it into our awareness, we can also see where we're not in flow and realize that we're having shitty days. We've got drama going on because we haven't set ourselves up to have a day that's in flow, moments in time that are in flow. It's an intentionality. It's a discipline. It's a routine. It's a ritual. It's actually a commitment to creating it. And so, you know, even this podcast felt a little sticky. It didn't feel in flow. But at the end of the day, we we came into it with the intention of creating a scenario for people to consider what being in flow is all about. And I feel like we've done that. I hope we've done that. And uh, so as always, um, thanks for the conversation. Thanks, Patrick. And I think, you know, flow is, it, it can be an enigma, but just invite it, invite ease, invite joy and see what happens, regardless of what's going on and the distractions is if you're committed to flow, I believe you'll find it. Beautiful. As always, ladies and gentlemen, uh, appreciate any insights or feedback you give us. Uh, CEO at raincanada.com, CEO at reincanada.com. Give us your comments. Give us your feedback. What did you learn? Anything that was outstanding here? Let us know. We want to always hear more from you. And uh, Stephanie, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Patrick. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. If you found value in the podcast, please take the time to rate and review and share with others, share with your friends, as it is my goal to always improve and to provide the highest value for you, the listener. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions you'd like answered, please email me at ceo at raincanada.com. That's ceo at reincanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time... Patrick out.